Okay, my name is Ray. And I'm T. Parker. We are the founders of The Gentle Caress. That is thegentlecaress.com, your top source for mental and physical health. How was that? Great. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, welcome to the Caress the Mind podcast. This is the podcast just to help you ease your mind throughout these times and, and just help you get through the everyday mental struggles that we deal with. What else were we talking about, T? Relationships, mm-hmm. sex, I like family, that. friends, politics. Yes, yes. Did I mention relationships? You did say Who relationships. Who wants that perfect <laughs> love story anyway? Yes. Anyway. So this is what we got to deal with. Cliche, cliche, <laughs> cliche, cliche. All right, so allow us to caress your mind. Come follow. What's up, sweet cheeks? Hey, hey, what's going on? How you doing, boo? Taking it day by day. Day by day. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> we are here with episode six. Damn, I can't believe we did six episodes already. Damn. Um, but, you know, last week, as a reminder, we did an episode kind of caressing the minds of everybody that's out there dealing with unemployment. Um, you know, we're just trying to give you some tips on how to keep from going into a depressed state and how to lower them stress levels. And, you know, Tiff gave some good info on food assistance. So if you have not checked out the episode, please do. It's a lot of information in there. And, you know, if you're feeling some stress and dealing with, with dealing with unemployment, please get out of, check that out. Um, so today we're going to get away from the whole quarantine thing. Um, I know, you know, a lot of our topics is kind of, you know, mixed in with what we're going through with the quarantine, but let's get away from that a little bit and let's talk to our parents. Um, preferably our parents that are dealing with, um, that's going through the struggles of trying to figure out when they should let their child do a sleepover. So we're going to caress you guys' minds today. Um, I just know, you know, this was an important topic because you'd be surprised how many, when you research, you'd be surprised how many parents out there really struggle with this you know and you i know some of you you know tough parents out there may be thinking why the hell are they struggling with it just say no but you got to understand the pressures that parents are under sometimes too you know or like the kids too because you got kids in school saying hey it's my birthday next weekend i tell my mama to invite you it's gonna be a sleepover what's up what's up what's up and you know and the first thing your child thinking is Oh, fun, fun, fun. They going. Yeah, so what's good? You know, let me ask my, you know, let me ask mom, let me ask dad. So of course, I mean, we've been through it. You know, we've had Milani come from school and say, Hey, um, such and such invited me to a birthday party and they said it's a sleepover. Can I go? Absolutely not. And we'll say, No. So, you know, it's it's one of them things where you know, I've seen a lot of parents, though, sit back and say, you know, we'll th- I- I'll think about it. 
or we'll see. Uh, let me talk to the parent first. When they really don't want to do it, they really don't want to do it. So, you know, here in this episode, you know, we're going to give you five things to consider before letting your child have a sleepover. Five things to consider. These are major. These are major. These are good for your mental health as well when you're dealing with this type of dilemma because you got, you know, you got so many people dealing with pressures from uh, family and cousins and uh, um, parents at school, you know, it's, it's, hey, sleepover, sleepover, hey, such and such is having a sleepover, and you know you're not comfortable with it, but you don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, and, you know, you don't want nobody feeling a certain type of way, so we're going to give you five things to consider before you do, and if any of those seem uncomfortable to you, or if, you know, something within that realm just don't feel right, then you got to pull them plug and say no, and they just have to understand. So, um, first and foremost, um, like I said, we've been through it. I give you a story on a time that we've been through, and then you can kind of look and say, you know, I've been through that scenario, and wow, you know, that really makes sense, or you know, maybe you have another opinion on it. So. We went through this before where... It's been a couple times. It's been a couple times? It's Yep, it's been... And one in particular... Well, it's maybe been about three. But one in particular had to do with one of her school friends. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just giving you the one I remember. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, we were at a friend wedding and then um, I get a text message saying, hey, this is from a family member saying, hey, you know, well, shit, this is my sister. <laughs> <laughs> this is my sister. You know, she all right. But uh, I love my baby. But uh, my sister sent me a text message and she says, hey, you know, baby is having a, a sleepover, birthday party. Uh, would love to see my niece there. Okay, cool. She sent the tiff, tiff as well. Me, naturally, you know how guys are. We're a little more comfortable with this. We're a little more comfortable when it comes to things like that, especially when you see it's coming from your sister. You're like, oh, hell yeah, cool. But I learned a lot throughout this process, and I'm going to tell you how. So, yeah, she sent the, the invite. Tiff saw it as well. And Tiff said, you know, I, "I responded real quick." Yeah, she told her. She she told my sister. She said, "Look, as of right now, what you were you was not comfortable." Nope. I I told her that it had nothing to do with her. It's just me personally. I was not ready for Milani to start having sleepovers, and this was about when she was like five or six. Right. So, um, she gave her that response, and then. Next thing I know later on, I get, you know, messages and phone calls and, you know, my sister just wondering how come we don't trust her. But at this time, I'm, you know, this is my sister. I completely trust my sister 100%. And, hell, she can have, on my side, from my perspective, she can have Milani for a week if she wanted. Because I trust her that much. But 
at the same time, I had to really realize that there are, Milani has two parents. See, Tiffany and my sister had met a few times. We only really kind of interacted once, maybe twice a year. Yeah. So, I mean, to the I mean, you guys did have each other's numbers, but it wasn't. It was never utilized. Right. So, you know, they didn't know each other like that. Put it like that. To a point where Tiffany fully knew who she was. Of course, I can sit up here and convince Tiffany, you know, about my sister and how much I trust her and everything like that. But at the same time, if she's not comfortable, she's not comfortable. So, yeah, you know, my sister took it kind of hard that, you know, her brother, her niece was not able to come to the sleepover. So we did. Correction. She went. No, she, she did. That's what I was going to say. say. Right. So <laughs> we like, you know, of course, she'll come, but we'll just pick her up before, you know, the night over with. So that's what we ended up doing. So during this time, I had to look at myself and you may think like, you know, Ray, this is your sister, you know, Tiffany should understand, but it's not like that. I really had to take a look in the mirror myself and be like, dude, you are, you are the father, but she is the mother. She has to feel comfortable as well. One thing I said I would never do is try to tell her how she should feel. I can't tell her, Hey, you should be comfortable because I'm comfortable because at the end of the day, I'm really looking out for my sister too, because like I told her, I said, do you really want Tiff calling you every five, every five minutes throughout the night checking on her? So, you know what I mean? I don't want to, you know, I don't want to deal with it. I don't. I love my sister. I really do. But, you know, I'm really, so I'm trying to help her out too. Like, look, man, it's all right. Y'all going to get there to the point where Tiffany is comfortable. But as of right now, she's just not there. Now, you know, one thing you got to realize, Milani wasn't spending night spending the night anywhere. Not at all. The only place she would stay is at the grandmother's house. I had friends who would ask, and I'm like, no, you're talking about friends I've known for, you know, five years plus. And I had to tell them, too, like, it, it's nothing against you. I'm just not to that point where I'm ready. And a lot of people don't understand that because it's like, well, you're my friend. Like, you don't trust me. And it's like, it has nothing to do with you. I've had personal experiences as a child where, you know, they weren't good experiences having to stay at someone's house. So Mm -hmm. I'm, because of that, I'm not just about to be, not to say that my mom did because, you know, she never left me anywhere where she didn't feel like they were good. It's just, I didn't have good experiences between, you know, the caregiver and myself. Um, So I'm not about to just leave her without me knowing for a fact that Milani is okay. And that comes from her being able to speak up for herself, her being able to feel comfortable with, you know, with calling me, telling me what's going on. And if something is not right for her to be able to just stick up for herself at the same time Mm -hmm. and her being five or six, I didn't feel like it was there yet. Mm -hmm. So 
unfortunately, I'm, I'm like, no. Like, it's not just you. Like, she's not staying the night at anybody's house. Yeah. And, you know, you got to understand, that's one That's one thing I think me and Tiffany would have had a problem in if, um, you know, if I know that she was staying at these different friends of hers' houses with their kids. But when it came to my sister, it's like, it's a no-go. Then me and Tiff really got a problem because, you know, it's as much as I know of her friends, you know, I don't know them enough to be like, hey, you know, my child going over there, who's oh, over there? Oh, one of them you do, though. One of them I do. But at the same time, I know her. But at the same time, I know my sister. So it still would have been a problem. But, you know, the fact that she hasn't been over anybody houses but the grandmothers, then it's kind of like, okay, I really need to look at myself and be like, look, at a certain point, it's it's not about you and her being your her being my sister. And it's not personal. Because it's, not it's not personal not at all. Your sister, right? So you know, it's one of the things. And I told her, I said, "Look, this is not something to really take personal." You know, I explained to her everything. You know, I told her, you know, Tiffany was just not comfortable. And then now, look how it works now. My sister was in my wedding as one of one of the bridesmaids. She stood by Tiffany's side at the wedding. Them two, they talk more than me and my sister do now. Yeah, within that within that year and a half, um, we've become close. So I'm completely okay. Like her um, her daughter had a sleepover last year. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, she can go. Yeah, let me know when she's ready to come back. Yeah, I mean, it was no it was no problem, you know. And, you know, you see how it goes when you develop a relationship with a person that you're sending your child with, you know. And, and now, it, I mean, it's not even just her. Like, I'm completely okay with depending on who it is. I'm okay. So, yeah. if one of my friends, one of the ones that used to ask me all the time because she said the night, I wouldn't have any problem with it now. Yeah, because you develop some, some time with it, them. Depending on who it is, I still might have a problem. But. You develop some time with them. You develop the relationship with them, a better relationship with them. Mm -hmm. And not even just them, but just the kids. So, you know, and I know it's people out there thinking like, well, you know, it's what if, I mean, if I have no problem with sending my kid to your, to your house, then you shouldn't have no problem sending my kid, sending your kid to my house. That don't work like that. Don't do something thinking that that person got to do that in return. That's not how it works because there's parents out there mm -hmm. that just like to haul off their kids to anybody. Anybody. Just to get that weekend to themselves, going on them date nights that they've been missing out on. Partying and everything else. We ain't them damn parents. Not at all. <laughs> we not. I like my child with me. <laughs> no, yeah, well, <laughs> we're not them parents. We value, we value time to ourselves, but at the same time, we're going to make sure, you know, it, it, it makes sense. You know, we're going to make sure that our child is safely tucked away with somebody that we truly trust and truly have a relationship with. So, um, so yeah, I just wanted to tell that story, kind of give our side of where, you know, kind of where we are with that and what we went through as far as that experience, you know, and maybe you have went through that experience as well. And, you know, one thing I also want to say, you know, people, if somebody tell you, that if somebody tell you no, I'm not ready for that yet, don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. 
you know, it, it, it's nothing wrong with just asking why. You know, hey, you know, why you don't feel comfortable? Is it me or you know, them questions are valid. And then they'll give you a complete on they they should be able to give you a complete honest answer. And their feelings are valid because best believe I had a parent at Milani school come up to me and ask me why Milani couldn't stay the night. And I'm sitting here looking at her like, Is this a serious question? Yeah. Because I don't know you. Right. But <laughs> you know, we're gonna we're gonna get to that because that's, you know, a part of one of the five things to consider. So Let's move on to that. So these are the five things that you want to consider, that you want to consider before letting your child have that sleepover. Um, because, you know, and this is all, you know, talking once everything opens back up and everything is back to normal. We're not in quarantine no more. You know, everything is just open. We back to how it was back in mid to early 2019 before all this jumped off. So, um, yeah, early January of 2020, early January. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. So, um, yeah. So before everything really broke loose. So when everything opens up and, and then, you know what, this helps right now because you know why when everything opens up, it gets back, get back to normal. I mean, you got kids that's going to want to immediately hang with their friends. So you're going to get parents that be like, Hey, you know, let's link up. Let's, let's get the link kids up. Together. Let's get the kids together. And like, hey, you know, she, she or he been really missing their friends. So you know, I'm gonna throw a sleepover. We gonna rent a hotel room. We gonna do. You know what I mean? You know how parents do. So you know, you you just may be getting them type of calls and text messages and invites. So before you actually give your answer. Please consider these five things. And number one, the first thing that you want to consider is, is this the right choice for your child? And first thing you got to ask yourself, is my child ready? And you may be thinking, like, how do I figure out if my child is ready for it or not? Well, the first thing you may want to do is take a look at your child's age and maturity level. Are they mature enough to be able to handle a sleepover to, and actually know what the sleepover means? Make sure they understand that there is no mommy or daddy at night. It's just them and their friends and their friends' parents. Um, you know, some, sometimes these kids, they just saying yes and being excited about a sleepover just because the kids that's having the sleepover they're pressuring them at school or they're pressuring them when they see you like, Oh, you know, I'm having a sleepover and I tell my mom to let you, your mom know. So we're going to have a bunch of fun. We're going to make cupcakes, all that stuff. You so they're naming all the fun things they're going to be doing, but they're not really processing what all of this means. So you really need to make sure they are ready for, uh, what, what an, uh, sleepover actually entails absolutely yeah so you know that that's that's very very important man and um you know like i said don't make sure and you know make sure you explain to them that um you know about rules and regulations about sleepovers and um you know set up them call you know let them know that you know, you're always available if they want to call and things like that. Just make sure they know 
the options as well while they're at that sleepover. So the second thing you want to consider when it comes to sending your child over for a sleepover before doing so, um, make sure, and this is important because we talked about this a little earlier with um, the story of my sister, make sure you know the other parents. Make sure you have a, this is the key, make sure you have a relationship with them and make sure you trust them. And that's big. That's that's real big because, you know, you may, you know, say, like we said earlier, like if a, if a parent at a school invites you or invites your child to their child's sleepover, you may know them from saying hi to them every day, but you don't have a relationship but with them. But you don't know them. <laughs> right. You don't know them. You haven't spent that quality time with that mother or father or whoever and really get to know them so you can trust them to send your child over there with them. Because it's like, you don't know what their house is like. You don't know who live there. You don't know where they live. You don't know who comes in and out that house, how often they're over there. Like these are questions and things I need to know. Hell yes. Especially when we have a daughter and we have a and, and, and a man. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, it doesn't even have to do with a daughter because things happen to boys too. But it's really important to know. Oh, we're going to get to that. Who is in the house. Yeah. Segway to the third thing you want to consider. Make sure you know who else would be staying at the house where that parent and that child is staying. So <laughs> she just touched on it. You don't know who's up in that house, who lives there. I mean, you just don't know. So you sit up here and you say, okay, cool. I'll let my child come over for the sleepover. You drop him off. But then you sit up there and you look and you got some grown man in the kitchen in the refrigerator and you looking like who the hell is this? <laughs> you, you know the hu- I mean, you see the husband over there. You see the you know the mom, but you trying to figure out who this guy is in the kitchen in the refrigerator. And he's looking grown as hell. So next thing you know, that's some distant cousin that they letting stay with them until they get back on their feet. Oh hell no, that's not happening. That can't happen because you know you got to be careful, man. You got to be careful because one thing that we've learned is, you know, going going to a sleepover may raise the risk of a child to be sexually abused. That's why educated parents are the ones to decide if a sleepover is appropriate for their child. So educate parents, educate yourselves, educate yourselves on you know these type of issues these type of scenarios so many scenarios out there that you can read upon you know don't be one of those that just thinking about having that weekend to yourself and you thinking about the massage that pedicure you about to get man forget all that i'm trying my best not to curse (laughs) (laughs) even though you know this is raw real and uncut but still you know, I try my best, but fuck that, man. <laughs> Forget about all of that. That stuff is not important. 
So you got to be careful of who is at that house, you know, and I don't even, I don't care. They may not have to be grown. They could be sitting there. Um, they can have older siblings there. Ding, 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 ding. You know, they can have, uh, you know, the child maybe the child who having a sleepover, maybe six or seven, but they may have an older sibling that just may be 13, 14. That's starting to have them certain type of feelings. Not only that, but it's it's really hard when you have older siblings and it's a big age gap um, when it comes to having sleepovers. Because, I mean, for those who don't know, I also did CPS, which is Child Protective Services. And I actually had a complaint about that. A little girl complained that an older boy had touched her. And it was all when she had went over to... Um, who was it over to uncle's or aunt's house? Mm-hmm. That's what it ended up coming down to. And of course you're thinking, Oh, it's the, it's the uncle and it's the aunt. Like they're good. Hell no, but not quite because if it was the high schooler who was touching on this five or six year old. Yep. And it ended up, it didn't cause for a removal, but it ended up having dad step in and dad having to take the child because he didn't feel comfortable with the situation and he felt like the child needed to be with him. Mm-hmm. And I was completely okay with that. Right. And then you got, you know, a mom at school asking for a sleepover and I look at her crazy and then I find out later that the little girl's dad had just got out of jail. Right. And I was like, whoa, like, wait a minute. Why was he in jail? Like, for what? Like, what did he do? See, now I have all these questions because if it's bad enough that I don't know grandma who was taking care of the child, now I'm finding out that dad just got out of jail. And the thing is, you know, I don't care. It could be for something minor. It could be. He can it be, don't even matter. He can, he can be shoplifting. But at the same time, you don't know that. You don't know if she's lying or not. She may be lying to protect the sleepover. This fool may be in jail for, uh, 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 you know, doing something inappropriate in front of a child or doing something to a child or um, being on that sex offenders list. But she may be saying, we're not going to mention that because, you know, we don't want them to think that they can't have, you know, we shouldn't have a sleepover over here or they their child can't come. You got to, I mean, I'm telling you, you got to think about all of that shit. You do. And and it's and it's bad enough. You got grandma like, oh, well, Milani knows me. And I'm like, okay, good for her. But the thing is, I don't know you. <laughs> like, right. Me and my husband don't know you. And she's looking at me like, so Milani, no. Absolutely not. Right. And every time a little girl would ask me, I would give her a dead straight face and be like, no. Yeah. And I, I give you an example. Um, we was talking about this uh, some weeks ago about um, Tiffany, my Milani's grandmother, my mother-in-law. Um, she had took, we went to Jamaica. So she decided to take Milani to. L.A. To, yeah, L.A. So. But the thing about this is Tiffany mom, she has a friend out there that lives in L.A. Mm -hmm. He's somebody she went to high school with, right? She grew up with him. Like, I've known him all my life. Yeah. So, I, you know, me, I'm, you know, cool. That's grandma. Do your thing. 
But once I found out that she was going to be staying with this guy, oh, I had reservations like hell. Oh, hell no. Because I just, I, I, I don't know this dude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, I don't know him. I mean, the only reason she actually went is because that's her grandmother. And I fully, 200% trust her grandmother. Oh, my mom's not about to let anything happen to Milani. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, but please believe. I said, listen, I need the address to this man's house. I need to know everything. Because I swear to God, just in case something does happen, I want this dude information. Mm-hmm. For real. Because, you know, it's just one of them things, man, where... You just don't know the intentions of a person. And come to find out, my mom told me <laughs> that even though she was there, she kept the door closed. She kept something in front of it because she was making sure that wasn't nobody coming in on them, even though it was just her friend that lived there. So, yeah, that's how protective she is. She was like, shoot, ain't nobody about to come in with us, not with my baby here. So, yeah. So, I mean, in that case, you know, one one person that you do trust a thousand percent is the person that raised you and that's your mother so you know you can't you don't have anything against your own grandma so you know i looked at her and i said you know what i trust you a thousand percent so you know give me this dude information and you know just have fun and please be careful and that's always the case. Anytime they go out of town, she always give us the information anyway. So I wasn't concerned with that either. Right. So, um, so yeah, man, you know, please, please vet everything. You know, look at every detail. Ask every question you can. You know, if these parents get offended, so the hell what? You know, if you got to ask them, say, hey, you know, who all lives over there? You I know. need to, I need to come see the house. I yeah, ain't even gonna lie. yeah, that, that's what that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to see where you live, and I need to come over there a few times before I can even remotely begin to to think about Milani staying. Yeah, because <laughs> that's another thing, man. I think I said this when when we first started this uh, this consideration. Um, you really got to see how these people live. You yeah, got to see absolutely some people live. Nasty. Nasty. It's one thing to be messy, but it's a whole nother to be nasty. Yeah, you just never know, man. You gotta go. You need to visit these people's house. Please make that a priority. Go visit these people's houses. I don't care how clean they look. I don't care what kind of designer purse this parent may have. You don't want you don't want to find out that they sit this designer purse and you got bed bugs hopping off. Like, yeah, every I don't care what designer purse it ha- it is. Every purse can get a roach have a roach in it. Okay. So uh, <laughs> you just never know, man. You got to vet all of this out, man. So let's move on. The fourth consideration that you really want to think about before sending your child over to a sleepover is. You want to make sure the internet and other media follows your standards for your child. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody really thinks of that. They really don't. They really don't. Like, for real. And you know what? It's so much out there. Well, first, let me give you a kind of a synopsis of what I'm talking about. Um, 
you know, some parents allow their kid allow their kids to be exposed to um, um, shows and certain shows and show certain movies that you wouldn't allow your child to look at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like me, I I don't even want Melania looking at movies with people kissing. So, you know, yeah, we trying to maintain that innocence as, as long as possible, <laughs> especially I'm sorry. I'm, 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 you know, it's, it's coming from me. I'm dad, man. It's just, I don't want to expose her to none of that. So, I mean, you know, we had an incident and, and the first thing he did was bust in on me in, in the bathroom because of something <laughs> that she had. And this, mind you, this is the same little girl whose grandma had asked, could she spend the night? Okay. This is all the same little girl from no, school. No, uh-uh. Hold on. Hold on. Let's tell that story. <laughs> so, because this was some bullshit. So, I'm going to tell this story. So... You know, it's this little girl at the school. This was last year. Milani was in second grade. Disclaimer, she bad as hell. Sorry, but not sorry. Continue. So, it's this little girl at the school. This was last year. And, you know, Milani's in third grade now. So, yeah, it was second. Yeah, yeah she was, was in second grade. second grade. So. Uh, that would have put her around uh, seven, eight. Yeah. So, this little girl tells Milani, hey. We're having a party. I'm going to have a party at the house. So, you know, of course, Milani's the kid. First thing she's thinking is party. She tells Milani, the, all you need to get, all you need to do to get in is have booty shorts <laughs> and a boyfriend. I can laugh. I can look back at it and laugh now, but I'm pretty sure I was laughing there because your reaction was Priceless. No, the shit's still not funny though. <laughs> it <really is>. So <laughs> I'm so this shit is not funny. So what do I do? So I think wait a minute, no, no. How did I find out? You, I found out you was going through her phone yes. like you typically do yep. to check her her search history. Yeah. So you know, this is before you know. Sometimes when you give your child your old phones and stuff to allow her to do certain things, play games, one thing I forgot to do was kind of lock up her Google searches. <laughs> um, so, you know, randomly I just decided to look through her phone and I'm typing in Google just to see what was her, you know, most recent searches. First thing I see is boy shorts. How to, how to buy boy shorts. And how to get a boyfriend in second grade. So, hell yes. I took the phone. I busted. I, I busted. <laughs> I'm in the bathroom, minding my business, having a little bit of me time to myself. I bust in there. And he comes busting through the door. <laughs> with this, And shoves this phone in my face. And was like, look at this. Look at this. What the fuck is this? And, and I'm like, what is it? <laughs> Yeah, I'm like this is not a this wasn't a funny matter. It's not a funny matter now. Like Tiffany laughing like this this is not a funny matter. So he no, you give me the phone, and you said you're not ready for this. You go lay down on the bed like I'm because I wasn't like and you was literally in the room in silence like no TV no nothing and you was just like I'm not ready for this. I'm no, not ready I'm, for this. I'm absolutely you need not. to talk to your daughter. Mind you, I'm in the bathroom, and I'm like, well, let me see what type of video it is. 
I click on the video. It's this Caucasian girl. And she's sitting there describing herself. Mind you, she has blue eyes, blonde hair. And she's pretty much saying that in order to get a boyfriend in second grade, you need to look like her. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, There's so many problems with this. And I come out the bathroom and first of all, I'm laughing because he's like devastated, but <laughs> I literally had to show Rayshard, like, look at this video, like, look at what she's looking at to even remotely think this is how she would get a boyfriend in the second grade. Like this little girl don't even look like her. Yeah. I didn't want to look at that shit, but, um, you know, it's, listen, man, excuse the language. This stuff gets me heated, but, um, yeah, so I mean, I I let Tiffany talk to her, and then that's how I found out why she was even looking that up. She told me that the little girl had told her that she was having this party and she needed booty shorts and a boyfriend to even get in. So you know, I you know I told the story. I'm telling the story because it shows you that this little girl is exposed. To a lot Way more too much. than what Milani is exposed to. And, you know, you got to be careful of that. So, imagine if Tiffany would have made nice with the grandmother and let Milani go over there. Ain't no telling what went on over you there. You just don't know what. Dad that got out of jail. And now you got this granddaughter talking about some, okay, we're going to look up booty shorts and how to get a boyfriend. It, I mean, that could have went so many ways yeah so you know you 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 just gotta be careful of that stuff man so yeah i mean that's one of the things you that you really want to consider you got to make sure that their internet and media standards meets up to yours i mean so you know like i said don't be afraid to ask them questions ask them and say hey look what do you allow your child to watch because we make sure she's only watching kid movies. You we know, don't go, we don't go anything over PG thirteen, and that's because of Marvel movies and yeah. some of Disney movies are you know PG thirteen. But you know, she loved a Marvel movie, so that's cool. You know, there's nothing over the top there. But um, a little lightweight cousin. Yeah, light, light, lightweight. But um, yeah. So you know, certain things you just really got to look out for and. You know, clearly, you know, and, and then it's not even just movies and and and, and um, social, you know, media, certain media and songs and everything like that. It's how people in the household, the grownups in the household, talks around these kids. And if they promote twerking, because that's something I I witnessed as a child, and I'm sitting here. With my little innocent self, amazed at the fact that they're telling a toddler to twerk. Yeah. So is this something that they're promoting in their house? Because we don't promote that either. So I mean, here's the thing: you may be sitting there thinking like you guys are telling a lot about what a person may be doing. How do I bet that out? Like we said, go to their house and just have like just build a relationship with them. You know what I mean? It'll all come naturally over time. Yeah, over time, it'll happen. If you continue to have play dates, if you continue to invite them over to your house, or you go over to their house and just continue to chat, man, you will get a great feel of who who these people are. 
and you will get a great feel of how they parent. Absolutely. So, you know, that's why we say make sure you build a relationship so you can trust them, you know, because you just, you just never know, man. They could be playing, you know, you know, all types of music in front of your kid and not watching, you know, what the kids are watching on YouTube and, you know, all searching through either. Google. Yeah, all type of inappropriate stuff come up. You just never know. So, um, you know, so, yeah, that's one of the considerations that you do want to think about. Um, last but not least, this is important and the most important. Make sure your child has a voice. Um, so one of the main things you want to do, I touched on this earlier. One thing you want to do, you want to walk them, walk them through certain scenarios. Oh, that yeah, I brought that up too. With right, being able so, to talk to so, talk to us. Yeah, so you know, describe what scenarios you can go through with your child to help them prepare for a sleepover. Not having, and I think this is one of my big ones. Not having anyone touch them inappropriately. And when I say that, I mean no one touches her, um, let's be real, vagina or butt. Because doing CPS, I've learned that you never want to have code names for such things. Because if they have to describe it, if something does happen, you want them to be able to tell you exactly what it is mm. without having to guess. So I always, you know, I let Milani know whether it's at school, whether she's, you know, at dance, uh, gymnastics, wherever she is, your your vagina, your butt is yours. You don't let anyone you don't know, and even even people you don't know, I mean, even people you do know, touch that area. You know, it's, it's one thing, you know, if mommy's helping you get dressed or, or grandma's helping you get dressed, but you don't want anyone to see or touch those areas because those are your areas. Those are your secret areas. And those are only for you. Mm -hmm. Um, what else would I say? If you feel uncomfortable, speak up. If, if you feel scared and you want to call me, Milani has known my number since she was in preschool, since she was three years old. That was one thing that, preschool actually taught her which which was to know her number and in return i had to teach her we're not going to give out mommy's number without mommy's permission <laughs> but always know my number so if something should happen you know it and you can call me or daddy right what else what else am i missing um it's you know what it's good that you brought up a cold you know having a cold word because that is very vital and here's why because as a parent, when you have a child at a sleepover, you know, you finally gave in and you built that relationship, you built that trust with the person, but you still want to have your child prepared. Um, you always want to make sure your child understand that, you know, at this certain time, call me. Or at this certain time, I'm going to call you um, and check on you. But make sure... You know, you set up certain call times with that with that parent that they're with and say, hey, you know, every hour or every two hours, you know, have her give me a call so I can just talk to her and make sure everything is good. Now, 
this is where the code word comes in because you want to teach her that when I call or you call me, it's okay to express that code word. And that way that lets me know it's time to come get you because you're not comfortable being there. You know what I mean? And she just made, you know, nothing may be off as far as, you know, another child or the parents doing something inappropriate but her feelings could just be hurt and she ready to go yeah she just may be you know what this ain't what i signed up for like this is just too many kids and they doing too much and you know she's just ready to come home he or she is ready to come home so when they give that cold word then hey time to go get them you know at a you know it doesn't i understand oh i may be at the movies or i may be here I may be there out enjoying myself. It doesn't matter. Get the hell in the car and go get the child. You know, and that's you know what, man? It's just it's I can touch on that for a whole nother hour about how as parents, man, you really have to make sure that you put all of your fun to the side to make sure your child is okay because you know. It's certain times where a lot of times parents will and the parents will get a call from their child and say, hey, you know, I, I'm ready to come home. I don't want to be here no more. But you're sitting there trying to convince them to stay because you're at the club or you getting ready to head to the club. Or you got people on your way to pick you up. Or you about to go out to dinner. You about to do this. You about to do that. So you're sitting there trying to convince your child to stay and and, and and trying to make them trying to make them be comfortable with being there. Don't do that shit. Really, don't do that. Stop what you're doing. The club gonna be there. Dinner gonna be there. Everything else is gonna be there. Get off your ass and go get your child. That that just comes with having babies. You know what I mean? And it's not one of the things where you know if you're not on that date night. Don't sit up here and be trying to call the other parent. Hey, you know, why don't you, can you go pick up? So that, no, you on the phone with that child. If your child call you, you better be the one to go get them because the last thing you want is to feel that you call, your child called you and you cannot come and get them. Right. But my thing is, your child is on the phone with you telling you that they're ready to come home. You know, they may not be explaining the full reason as to why they want to come home because they still at that house. So between the time of you hanging up and trying to call the other parent or trying to call somebody else to go get your child, anything could be happening. Get off your ass and go get them. And, you know, it's just it's crazy because. You know, it's so many parents out there that put their fun and put their recreation before their child when they finally able to get that babysitter, when they finally to get finally able to get, drop them off somewhere. So, you know, we got we just as parents, you really have to put your child needs and wants first all the time. So it, it's just that that's. You know, that's something I really wanted to touch on. Thank you, yeah, because being a parent is forever. It's a forever thing. Even it's though, a forever thing. Even though they're 18 and they're considered, well, they're, 
legally they're legally they're grown at 18 but they can vote but technically they're not grown grown until they're 21 even at 21 you're still a parent mm-hmm. you may not be as responsible for them as when they was kids but i mean i would hope if something was to happen you would drop what you're doing to go get them right right it's, but I mean, and, and just don't drop kick them to the rules. Like, well, you know, you're 21 now. Like, everything is on you because technically, you still a parent, and you're always gonna be a parent. Mm-hmm. So you know, with these sleepovers, man, it's, it can be it's, it's very tricky because you never know what's going on over there. You never know what's going on. It's different when grandma call you, and you know, or she call you from grandma's house and she just wants to come home. You know, all right. If you're unable to do it, okay, cool. She's at grandma's house. Ain't nothing going on at grandma's house. So, you know, if you can't do it, see if the other parent want to go grab them, okay, cool. Because, of course, grandma, you can trust a thousand percent. Um, Well, let me let me not say all grandmas. I was just sitting here thinking, like, you can't. It's some grandmas <laughs> out here. <laughs> let me not. Let me not. Because, I, you know, always taking, taking account, you know, you, you know. always have some bad apples everywhere. So, you know, some people may be thinking like, man, my mama, my I mama. never yeah. do it with my mama. Yeah. So, you know, let me say some grandmothers. Um, but, you know, when they over at that sleepover at that, you know, that, that child from school, that parent, you know, get off your ass, go get them. You know, if they at, you know, a cousin's house or whoever, you know, go get them. You just don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You really don't. Um so yeah, you know, make sure you make sure your child understands that they have a voice. So um, let me recap. Let's recap the five things you want to consider before having your child go to that sleepover. So number one, we talked about how you want to make sure that this is the right choice for your child. You know, you want to make sure they're comfortable. Make sure it's not about them being pressured by the by the kids at school and cousins and everything. Make sure they understand what it's about. You're not going to be there when they wake up. You're not going to be there when they go to bed. So make sure they understand that. Um, also, make sure you know the other parents. Have a relationship with them and trust them. You know, we talked about that earlier. Make sure you go to their houses. Make sure you vet them out. You know, if you have any questions, ask them questions. If they get offended, oh, well, they go that sleepover. Okay. You know what I mean? It is. It's a win-win. Honestly, if they get offended, that's really telling you a lot. I'm trying to tell you because they should really be understanding towards it. Exactly. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Parents understand parents. But if a parent don't understand another parent, it's really telling about telling about that parent that don't understand. So, um, also, we talked about how you want to make sure you know who else will be staying at that house. Um, you just want to make sure you understand, you know, who's going to be walking in and out. Make sure nobody that you know of, that you don't know of, is going to be, you know, coming into the house late at night while the kid's asleep. You know, you you got to make sure of all of that. You know, it can range from, you know, a, a grown distant cousin or uh, uncle or something like that. Or it can a be just an older, older sibling. Mm-hmm. Ranging from, you know, teenage to all the way to, you know, senior year high school. It don't matter. You want to make sure you understand who's going to be at that house. Um also, the fourth thing we talked about is you want to make sure the internet and the other media follows your standards for your child. Um, you know, we talked about that, the movies, the music, 
you want to make sure it's around the same standards that you um, set for your child. You know, if you don't let your child watch rated R movies, then, you know, make sure that they don't show their, they don't allow their child to watch some type of movies because you don't want your child coming back saying they saw um, this movie that's inappropriate. (laughs) Belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they came back and said, "Oh, I watched Belly," or you know what I mean, or I, I don't watched. Know why that random movie just came into my head? But yeah. I feel like that was appropriate. Yeah, any type of uh, rated R movie, you know, you don't want that. You don't want your child to be exposed to it because they allow their child to be exposed to it. Music's well, you know what I mean. A bunch of cussing and a bunch of you know. Girl, you look good. Won't you back that ass? What? You a big mother. <laughs> Want your back there? Yeah, when you you don't want your you don't want your child being <laughs> exposed to all of that. So yeah, I'm trying to run through these quick, and she just really. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, make sure your child has a voice. You know, practice scenarios with them, give them cold words. Make sure they know that you set up you know scheduled call times for them to call you, um, or you're going to be calling them. Make sure they're comfortable enough to use that code word. Make sure they understand it's okay if you want to come home. Make sure it's okay if you're not comfortable. Um, you know, if something, you know, out of place or if somebody touches them inappropriately, make sure they understand they need to speak up. You know, make sure they say something. Say something to that parent and then say something to me as the as your parent. So, uh, so yeah, man, I wanted, we wanted to run through those and really give you you know, some type of, some type of, you know, comfort when it comes to getting your child ready to do those sleepovers or getting your mind ready with even thinking about sending your child up for them sleepovers. Because I know it can be tricky. It can be very tricky because like we mentioned earlier, you get pulled in many directions you get. Friends, family, and whoever getting sensitive, and then you got your child that's begging you to go when they really probably don't really fully understand what's you know what's entailed, or maybe they do understand, but you may not be comfortable, but they're ready to roll, you know. So it's a lot of pressure on you. It's a lot of pressure on you. It's a lot of pressure on your mental health. So you really want to really take some time and take all of these into consideration before you make your decision on whether they are comfortable with going over, whether you are comfortable and they are comfortable with going over to these people's houses for a sleepover. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, you know, take those in consideration and, you know, hopefully, hopefully things, things work out. Anything T? No, I think you pretty much covered it. Just know you're not alone. And if they are not okay with it or they're, uh, if they're offended, then, Chuck it up as them not supposed to be going over there. Right. You don't owe these parents a damn thing. You don't owe them a damn thing. This is your child. You gave birth to them. It's your responsibility to protect them. So act like it. This podcast is brought to you by The Gentle Caress. If you or anyone you know is struggling with their mental health or just need a listening ear, please check out thegentlecaress.com, offering counseling services from individual and child to relationship and family. 
Moms, check out our monthly mommy circles and fitness classes to get that snap back. Again, check out thegentlecaress.com. Okay, so before we close out, one thing I wanted to do, I want to thank everybody out there that has helped us grow this company, um, grow the podcast um, by by listening, by booking appointments, uh, by helping share through Facebook, Instagram, you know, anything you've done to help us grow this company. We want to take time to thank you. Because as of now, we are sitting, as far as the podcast, we are sitting at over 400 listens. Um, so that's that's huge because that's literally slightly under 100 per episode. And, you know, it's, 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 it's huge for us to kind of come up with the idea during quarantine and now to have so many people listen and feel like we've helped. We are helping people along the way because, you know, we expected a good listen for the first episode for people to be curious, but it's kind of hard to kind of continue that with the following episode. So to see that our listens has been consistent shows that we are being consistent with our production. So, you know, we just want to thank everybody. Um, also, thank you to WXYZ Channel 7 for featuring us because ever since then, that has been a great help. A lot of people has been reaching out. Um, we've nonstop bookings when it comes to our COVID-19 teletherapy. So we also want to say thank you to them as well. Thank you to Ali Hoxie for interviewing us and reaching out and absolutely. She is really sweet. Yeah, for you know, taking the time out and and just choosing us to be the company that be featured during this time because, you know, it's a lot of small businesses out there that are open, but people don't know about. So the fact that she chose us was a blessing, blessing, blessing. So very humbling experience. Very humbling. So um This whole thing has been very humbling. Absolutely. So um one thing I did want to put out there and say is that, you know, once all of this is over once um the quarantine is over and you know things open back up and we get close to normal as close to normal as, as we can be um we do want to open up one of our office locations so we can at least start taking um infant clothes donations um you know just baby clothes don- donations toddler clothes if you have you know new packs of diapers yes that you would like to donate we are taking that any gently used baby items speaking in regards to maybe a swing a stroller a Absolutely. carrier a pack and play a high chair things like that we will you know absolutely embrace absolutely it's so it, you know once this it's a lot of mothers out there um single mothers married it doesn't matter it's a lot of mothers that are out there and parents that are out here struggling trying to get unemployment um they're you know having a hard time trying to you know get clothes for the kids they can't really shop because they don't have the money and the kids are outgrowing clothes that they have in their closets. Absolutely. So, like weeds. yes. So, you know, 
we want to make sure we help them out as well because you know it's a struggle it's you know so many people are not getting paid right now from unemployment because everything is a holdup in so many cases so we got we really want to do our part um as of right now you know things are still closed down so if you do want to donate give a monetary donation please go to thegentlecaress.com slash donate. That is thegentlecaress.com slash donate. We are taking all monetary donations that are going to go to uh, diapers. They're going to go to, um, you know, new infant clothing, clothing because we are taking new as well. You know, it's a lot of babies out there, you know, a lot of toddlers who has clothes that they haven't even worn yet because maybe they've forgotten about it or, you know, you've been in quarantine, so you haven't been dressing them in their new outfits. Boy, so don't I know it. I yeah, be trying to force these clothes on Chase. Yeah. So, you know, let's put them outfits to use and let's donate those as well. So, um, yeah, so go to the website, give them monetary donations. It's going to go to diapers and new clothes. And go ahead. I was going to say anything that you, any clothes that you already have, you know, um, sit them to the side in a bag and, you know, just hold off until you say go. Yes. And please, please make sure the clothes are clean. Um, I mean, we're going to have, you know, some people that's going to vet through these clothes and make sure things are nice and clean. But and please make our job easier. Yes. <laughs> yes. I can't stress that enough. You know, yeah. if there's a slightest bit of stain, don't give it to us. Yeah. So, you know, I, we're mentioning this because we've getting, gotten a lot of emails mm-hmm. and calls about donations and where to donate, you know. But since we're closed up right now, we told them we'll let them, we know we've told them that we'll let them know when we're open back up and take actual donations. But as of right now, please, the gentlecaress.com slash donate. Um, please, whatever you can donate, please. Help us out and help these um help these parents out. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to our episode of Caress the Mind. If you can please take time to like, subscribe, follow, just to show us some love, we would really appreciate it. Stay tuned every Friday for a new episode of Caress the Mind.